Welcome to episode 12 of the Family Ties podcast. Uh, John and I have been digging into this series about understanding your child's world. Um, if we want to help our kids navigate the world as they are inheriting it, we, ha- we have to um, understand it a little bit in order to kind of walk them through some things. Um, the, the episode we have for today is a little bit more mature, so if, you're, uh, if you tend to, to listen to this with some younger family members around, you might want to steer clear on, on this one in the next few. Um, today we're going to be digging more into um, the, the, the realm of the LGBTQ community. Um, this last episode we, we began talking about sexuality and how, and, and how sexualized our culture has become, and, and you know that has obviously... Um, gave way to a lot of different um, perspectives and backgrounds and preferences and, and so on and so forth. And so, you know, it seems like so often um, it's easy to go to one of two extremes as, as a Christian. And one would be to say, oh, all of that is terrible and, 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 and horrible, horrible, horrible. Um, and, you know, just, just place judgment and blame. Um, and the other extreme would be to be affirming and say, oh, it's all okay, it's all okay, and God loves everybody, and, 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 and come on in, and, and, you know, God loves you just the way you are, so you don't have to change. Um, those are two, two extremes. We think um, that the Bible does speak clearly about these issues and about our, our sense of identity and where it comes from. Um, and it does speak about things like homosexuality, but at the same time, um, just because something is wrong and something is a sin doesn't mean we, we don't need to engage with that community and love those people. So how do you how do you wrestle with those two things? That's really the, the the core of what we're trying to get into with these next few episodes. And so this one you're listening to today, we're gonna we're gonna get into um, how to better understand this this LGBT community. Um, and there's a lot of terminology thrown around, and we're gonna dig into that. We're, um, we we don't talk about the Bible really in this one um, because we're just trying to understand the culture's mindset. Um, not that we necessarily agree with it at all, but, but we want to understand it in order to better engage with it. And so that's what this episode is really about. The next episode is going to be about um, what scripture has to say and how do we how do we gain insight for, for, for what we're supposed to believe, but also how we're supposed to act um, and, and, and engage with the world. And so we're going to be digging in that um, pretty hard in the next episode. Um, I will remind you, if this is your first time listening, um, this is probably not a good place to start. Why don't you back up a little bit and at least start this series um, so you can kind of get into the whole conversation up until this point. Um, Some things that we're going to talk about today will make a lot more sense um, if you've listened to previous episodes. Um, But with that being said, we're going to go dive right in. So we hope you enjoy this latest episode. All right. So here we are. Uh, I think this is episode 12 oh my gosh. Uh, of our podcast, man. It's, uh, it's been quite a journey already. Oh, <laughs> you're saying like all together. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, oh. f- like from when we started, you know, we were younger back then. When we, yeah. <laughs> when we were younger, okay. Yeah, but this is episode 12. So this is, um, we're in the middle of our um, Understanding Our Kids World series. Yeah. Yep. And yep. the whole idea being, if we want our kids to engage this culture and be successful and, and, um, faithful followers of Christ in a world that makes that <laughs> complicated to say the least, uh, we should probably help, you know, learn how to equip them. And that means understanding the world that they're kind of inheriting. So we talked about all sorts of stuff and we, we got to a point where we were talking about sexuality. Um, and so last week or last episode, we talked about, um, kind of how we got to where we are today in terms of being a really, really sexualized world. 
and a, there's a lot of diversity within that. Yeah. Um, you used that word a lot. I did. Um, I think it's, I think it's apt. I think it's a good yeah. word because okay. it's just, um, I mean, there's a lot going on <laughs> in terms of our sexual culture. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, uh, it's something. And so, um, that's something that I think as parents, we can be a little bit, I don't know if scared is the right word, maybe, um, either overwhelmed or just, uh, feeling unprepared mm-hmm. of man, what, what happened? And so we, we spent time talking through like how we got to where we are today. Right. Um, of just this, uh, you know, there's not only, you know, gay and lesbian, but there's, you know, transgender and what mm-hmm. does that mean? And, and this, you know, non-binary, what the right. heck is that? And right. like, there's so many things of, okay, how did we get there? And, and so today we want to jump in and actually <laughs> help, help, you know, figure out how to navigate that. Cause it, it is, it's like this really right. like nebulous kind of like, what are all these terms? I hear them thrown around and. I don't know what they mean necessarily. Yeah. And there are a lot. Like, it just goes on and on. And well, that's part of what makes it so confusing. It, <laughs> it is. And, it like, you, you catch up and then you look back and, like, I'm behind again because it's right. changed. It's shifted. And there's things that have been added. And yeah, that's really difficult. And yeah. that, that's, you know. Things that I can't say that I thought was <laughs> how I should have said it and things that were normal but are not normal anymore you know right. and that's why we started the whole series with technology right and talking about that because that's part of it it's why things change so much and why it's hard to keep up but that's leads us to this which <laughs> yeah um it's, <laughs> yeah it's a lot <laughs> we have some stuff that we want to get to so yeah so really the point of, of today um for for the listeners is to help people especially parents that might feel a little bit in over their head when it comes to this world of you know lgbt um you know all of all of that like how do i how do i do that how do i do that well how do i how do i do it in a way that's informed and not ignorant. Yes. Um, because I think there's a lot of, and we, we talk about this a lot, there's a lot of well-meaning people, well-meaning Christians that do it really poorly, mm-hmm. <laughs> try to engage, and, mm-hmm. and it goes horribly wrong, and they're seen as offensive and all of these other things, and they had the best of intentions. Right. But because they didn't really fully understand or, or maybe even approach it with the right mindset that it, it went, you know, off the rails really quickly. Yeah. And then that's a hard position to be in because like, like you said, you know, your desire is to, maybe it's to share the gospel or maybe it's to make a connection and just get to know the person. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you don't even like, you don't even know how, you right. know, you don't know what's, what's right, what's wrong, you know, what, what will allow you to have a conversation, what that conversation should look like. Um, yeah, it's it's a lot. It's a whole world in its own. Yeah, <laughs> so. it, it, it can be intimidating. And I think, you know, we'll, we'll talk about this more, but I, I think the, the point of what we want to talk about today of, of helping us kind of know some of the basics so we can walk with <laughs> some wisdom, <laughs> some knowledge, or at least a starting point for that. Yes. This is not going to be an exhaustive class <laughs> no. on this by any stretch because we're not qualified. Nope. Um, but it's a start, and it's and it's a reminder for us to to walk with humility and to walk in the, in the understanding that we don't have all the understanding. That right. that even though I've done some of the work, I don't have the answers, and I don't I don't I, I should go in with that correct posture. Um, and so you know that's kind of the mm-hmm. the heartbeat to all of this for us is is as a reminder for us and for people that are listening that um, 
knowing stuff is important, but it's not everything. No, knowing is not enough. I tell parents that too, like (laughs) all the time. I tell myself that, you know, like just because I know something that's not enough for me to do whatever's next. It's very important. It's absolutely important. And that's why we're doing this right now. Right. Right. But um, for us to, to apply it for us in a way that actually matters in a way that it was in the way it was intended to uh, in a way that provides life, you know, that takes more. And, and that's what I'm, I'm really excited for. I'm also excited and hoping that after we get through all this, um, you know, the listeners will be like, wow, I didn't know that, mm-hmm. you know, and realize how much they didn't know, yeah. um, you know, to, to kind of open their hearts and minds mm-hmm. to be willing to, to be in that position more, yeah. to, to understand that, that, you know, there, there is a lot more to this than what we see, mm-hmm. a lot more to this than what we think we know a lot more um, complexity and, right, and nuance and, right and, yeah. yeah living outside of our assumptions Absolutely. you know um and so mm-hmm. yeah. yeah so so with that being said we we, we do need to have that starting point of i, I need those yeah. those anchor points of how to get started and and where do i if i if i need to learn some things i at least need some touch points to to go off of um and so part of what we're going to do is, is to, for today is to help people just kind of understand some of those basic talking points, mm-hmm. some of the terms, some right. of the, some of the things to say, some of the things not yes. to say. Yes. Um, so that's what we're going to get with today. Yeah. Yeah. So what, what do you think is the most, probably the, if there's a starting point, <laughs> what <laughs> would that even look like? <laughs> um, okay. So, you know, there's, there's lots of terms in the LGBT community. Um, right. And that and the the, the the list of terms keeps expanding, but so many of them. Uh, so, so first off, before we get into the terms, I, I want to mention the LGBTQ plus, like that whole acronym. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for people that aren't in this community, there's a te- there's this tendency to believe that that's it's kind of one group, yeah. and it really isn't. It is no, a it a loose loose connection of people that are in kind of a. I don't even want to use the word subculture, but a community. um, But there's loosely tied because within this community, there are vast, vast differences. Immense differences. Um, And so that's, you know, that's, I I want to state that because I think for people that, you know, especially some Christians that don't have a lot of exposure or or FaceTime with this community, there's that tendency to go like, okay, well, there's like heterosexual yeah. or there's LGBT. And it's like, no, no. there's within that, there's so, <laughs> so, so much, much more. that we're going to get into. Um, but just, I want to make sure we, we know that, that um, it's not like they have, you know, weekly meetings and it's all of these, these people put together. <laughs> like there's so, no. there's so much. Yeah. Yeah. Because not all of them agree on everything either. Absolutely and not. just like what you think one word means may mean something else to uh-huh. someone else, you know? Um, and depending on who you talk to, it ex- might mean something different. <laughs> yes. Yes. And that's why it's important to have that conversation as yeah. opposed to just assuming yeah. that when somebody says something, that that's yeah. what they mean, you know, because now your definition is what you're basing that right. on. Um, so, because they're this, I can assume this about them because they have this label. That's not right. accurate at all. And so you'll see that like, as we go through these terms, yeah. uh, you'll see that we, a lot of it leaves room. <laughs> right. A lot of it, it, it points towards that. It points to the, the fact that this <laughs> allows for people to to be what it is yeah. whatever it is that they're claiming they are for sure yeah. yeah but in terms so you so you asked about kind of the what's the first yeah kind of foundational right. term that you would get into that kind of help um so so first off we need to talk about that that there's a a, a difference between gender 
and sex. Yes. That's a relatively new idea. Took me um, forever to like, <laughs> especially since my passport, like, right. You're just gender. Yeah. <laughs> what they're asking is sex. Right? Like, but are they? Yeah. Like, it's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that, I mean, for the longest time, for most of history, up until a few decades ago, mm-hmm. those were synonyms. They meant the same thing. Yes. It's, are you male or female? Um, and so what has happened, and, and we're not going to get into the whole backstory of this, but but suffice it to say what's happened is sex and gender have become in the, the public eye and current culture two, two different things. Yeah. Um, so there's sex, which refers to your biological state of being, mm-hmm. your anatomical, are you male or female, you know, male reproductive parts, female reproductive, reproductive parts. Right. So it's, it's a physical form or yes. you know where do you, where do you land gender is your internal sense of where you lie on that spectrum do you feel are you do you identify as a woman do you feel feminine or do you feel masculine or something else because right. as we'll get to there are tons of other options apparently yes um that it's not just male or female but but what's what we need to understand, and that's hard to wrap our minds around, is that sex and gender, when we see these terms now, are thought of as two completely different things, um, where sex is purely external yep. and, and gender is this, the internal self. And we've talked about that in previous episodes of that, that who I am on the inside is really who I am, right? right. That's, that's been kind of the key for yes. a lot of this. And yep. so the question becomes, what if those two things don't line up? What if I am physically a male, but internally, how I, my sense of self, my, how I identify my, my tendencies and, and everything I, does not line up with that. That's known as gender dysphoria. Yeah. Um, that's where it's what's on the inside and what's on the outside doesn't seem to match up. Um, whether that means internally I feel you know, like a man, even though physically I'm a woman or vice versa, or internally i feel like something i don't quite identify with any of those two categories mm-hmm. even though physically i am you know fill in the blank um that's what gender dysphoria is and that's not that's not possible unless gender and sex are two separate things and so yeah. that's that's foundational to so much of this is those are separate kind of states of being and what happens when those two things don't concur okay so, so that's, you, that's gender dysphoria are you so like Walk me through like, okay, is there like, what's the science behind this? Like, is it something that, you know, to the best of your, um, amazing, phenomenal mind, um, <laughs> uh, that was what, sarcasm, right? <laughs> um, to you, to the best of your ability, what, like, is this, is this because of like your feelings? Is this because of like, where, um, where's this dysphoria okay. coming from? You know, that's like, a good question. So I, I wouldn't say it's feelings in the sense of like the fleeting, I'm sad today, but yeah. I'm not sad tomorrow feelings. Okay. It's not that in terms of feelings because those are very fleeting, very different. And, and so it, I, I don't want to put it necessarily in that category okay. of like today, I feel like this. I may not. It might just be that I haven't got enough sl- sleep, and so tomorrow mm-hmm. I'll feel differently. I, I don't want to lump it in with that because I don't think it's at all yeah. the same. Yeah. That being said, it's it's really hard to put a finger on what it actually is. Okay. Um, the science is <laughs> inconclusive. Mm. Uh, there there are studies. There have been studies. Um, at best, they're inconclusive. There yeah. are some things that 
there are studies that have shown that there might be some type of connection where there's something physically that makes a brain female or feminine versus masculine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but that's really not set yet. There's there's a lot of there's a lot more science that needs to be done. It's very very inconclusive. Okay. Um, for a multitude of reasons, one of which is that your experiences can actually ch- change your brain physically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so it's one of those like chicken or egg scenarios where, right. uh, you know, am I, do I feel feminine because of my brain or does my brain shape a certain way or, or do certain things or, you know, end up looking differently because I am experiencing life more as a female or a male, you know, so right. on and so forth. So that whether there's a male or female brain, no one can say yet. Mm-hmm. Sci- they, they're studying this. There's nothing really yet that really definitively points to there being that type of connection. Yeah. Um, and so it's hard, you know, if, if, if someone says, I, I feel like a female or a male, it's hard to know really what that is. Um, is that something psychological? Is that something that's, you know, genetic? Um, there, there's, the science is up in the air still. It's just relatively new, and so it's not been studied for, you know, a long, long, long time. Right. Um, but there's nothing conclusive yet. Interesting. Okay. So... That's gender. <laughs> so that's gender dysphoria. Gender is, dysphoria. Is, is, and, and I should say there's going to be some more terms we get into. And some of these do have some overlap. So okay. like I can have gender dysphoria and some of these other things, but not necessarily all of them or any of them. Right. Um, gender dysphoria is one of kind of the bigger umbrella terms for any time there's this, this, you know, I'm bi- biologically this, but my internal sense of self doesn't match up. Mm. Um, whether that's, I feel like a different gender or something else right. or so on and so forth. Yeah, yeah. So we got we got to keep moving because we got a lot of terms I know. Yeah, and, yeah. and I'm trying to do them justice, but at the same time, like, yeah, this, this podcast right. can't be three hours yeah, long. Yeah, yeah, no, no, um, no. And so the term transgender <laughs> means that, you know, I'm externally female, but I f- internally feel male or yeah, vice versa. Or vice so it's, versa. That, it's that sense. Right. Um, it is more typically more binary that, that way. Um, that's the term transgender. Again, within that, there are you know, various levels. Okay. Um, so if I say I'm transgender and I'm going to go through life as a gender that's different than my external, my body, mm-hmm. um, what does that mean? Does that mean I just put on female clothing? Does that mean I have, you know, I take hormone blockers or hormone supplements? Does that mean I'm having surgery? There are various levels of that. Right. Um, can happen, yeah. It can happen in stages or right. it could be like, you know, someone that, that's trans might may, may never want to perform surgery. They right. might—that's not what they want to do. Right. And this is one of those, like you said, like you can't put people in the same mm-hmm. categories, even if they seem to be in the same category. Yeah, um, and expect them to have the same journey. Exactly, or the same wants, right? Or end goals in mind. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's just not that's the not case. A... Um, there's a book that we'll, we've we've both read and we'll we'll talk about a lot mm-hmm. called "Embodied" um, by Preston Sprinkle and. Um, he has a phrase that kind of goes on through it all saying, if you've met one transgender person, you've met one transgender person right. where you, you, you know, if you've met them, you got to know their story. That's awesome. That's mm-hmm. what we should do. But that has, that, that brings, that has no bearing on anyone else that you meet in this community. It just, it could yeah. be completely, completely different. So, yeah. but that's, you know, typically that term is tr- transgender. Um, mm-hmm. then we have the term pansexual. Um, so pan meaning across, right? Like panorama. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So pansexual means I'm not attracted to a specific gender. Mm. 
Um, okay. You know, there's, you know, bisexual meaning I'm attracted to men and women. Yeah. Pansexual means I'm attracted to men or women or anything I mean, in between or any anyone else on the spectrum right, of, of right. trans or anything else. And, and typically yep. what you hear people in this... Um, in this community say is I'm attracted to the person, not the label. Okay. Um, that's kind of how a lot of times they'll frame it is I'm not attracted to the, the body. I'm attracted to the, the soul. Yeah. Um, and so it doesn't matter if they're trans or, you know, a lesbian or, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. None I, of that. That doesn't, that doesn't apply. I, I, I'm, I'm, right. I'm into it all is kind of yeah. what they're saying. Yeah. Because of, because you're attracted to that. Right. That's specific. And again, not everybody says that, but that is a very popular sentiment mm-hmm. in that culture, in, right. that, in that, in that community. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, all right, we're just gonna. Any questions so far? I want to keep plugging away because we yeah, got a lot no, we got to get to. I mean, um, there's a lot there, but yeah, <laughs> no, go ahead. What's the next one? Uh, Hit me with. <laughs> um, so then there's something called gender fluid. Uh, that's okay. a term you'll hear a lot, and that is um, I don't always identify as this certain gender. Mm-hmm. So it's one thing to say, I'm, you know, if I'm a, if my sex is, I'm a man, again, sex being my outward, you know, body um but i i identify as feminine if i'm gender fluid that means i don't necessarily always identify that way or i I, it it has a fluidity to it it's not a fixed thing um a lot of times you'll hear this is it's more of a sentiment of being open-ended almost like this is where i am for now but i'm on a journey yeah right and so i'm not i'm not settled here necessarily Mm -hmm. in terms of how i identify that's uh, a lot of times how this is how that, that term is used that gender fluid yeah okay that's uh yeah different <laughs> okay <laughs> cool and, and again all of this under the guise of this is up for us to mm-hmm. decide right right like, the, like the, the 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 premise of all of this is your your identity is not handed to you mm-hmm. and that includes your sexual identity it is up for you to decide and discover uh, what you like or what right. you're into or how you identify or what feels natural to you and all those mm-hmm. kind of things and so that's right. going to be a, a journey and that's going to take time and and it may change over the course of your life and that's yeah. okay because you know it, it doesn't matter it's up to you that that's the sentiment behind yeah. all of this and so I think and, and I think actually like with gender dysphoria you know like with what you're saying um, some of the studies uh, point to like a lot there's a lot of people who experience this, there are people who experience this for the rest of their lives, mm-hmm. but there, that's, there's a small percentage. Um, most people actually experience this in their teenage years. Yes. Yeah, there's I something think. called rapid onset gender dysphoria. Yes, exactly. Um, and that is, you want to talk exponential growth of, mm-hmm. of cases of that. Um, we're talking uh, multiplying by the thousandth percent wow. type of, yeah. of thing going oh, on very quickly. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot to that. There's a lot that to all of this. That is a huge discussion yes. about what that is and what's going on. Right. And We're is just that... introducing. <laughs> we are. And it's, it's hard not to like dive into some of these because right. I, I have opinions and I have thoughts. Yeah. And they're, they're important things to talk about. Right. Um, and, and, but, it, but it is true. And this is clinically true. This is proven that for a lot of adolescents that go through that rapid onset, like it's not mm-hmm. a... Um, I grew up even as a young child feeling like I'm different. Like yes. it's not that it's, it's, not. it's in my early adolescence. It just I, hits. It, it kind of, it's a sudden thing mm-hmm. um, for a significant portion of, of people that experience that. It, goes it away. does go away yeah. by the time they're in their early twenties. Right. Um, I hesitate to say that because it's so easy to hear that and go, and say, oh, okay, okay, well, it's a phase. Right. So and I can treat it like it a is. phase. No. And if it's my kid, they'll get over it. And, we cannot approach it no. that way. Um, and there are tons of, of reasons why 
yeah. you know, there's there's other correlations going on with this kind of rapid onset that we need to research and study and learn. And there's there's books you can read, and we're going to talk about all those in a little bit. Yeah. Um, and it's important that we do that because, yeah. um, again. Right. We don't want to paint with a broad brush. We don't want to assume that it's because it's rapid onset that it's going to go away because it might not. And right. uh, but at the same time, there is a, a good, yeah. there's clinical studies that have shown that there's a, a, a large portion of the community that has those strong feelings and it kind of comes on or in adolescence. And then um, if it's done in a healthy way and they have the healthy environment to deal with, with the things. feelings that they're 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 feeling and all of that, that it will subside yeah over time right but that's so delicate it is um and so i i caution anyone that knows someone or if your kid is you right. know, exhibiting signs or talking about this of you know that it could feel like that safe harbor of like oh it's okay because it's probably just going to be a phase gonna like be very very careful yeah, and approaching that, it with that mindset. i guess like my my goal is just like you know we're talking about gender fluid right like mm-hmm. just the, the fact that again these things can change, mm-hmm. you know, um, just because it's, it's like this, right. You know, it's it not does, necessarily mm-hmm. always. Exactly. Yeah. And so, um, that's where you get a term like that where, yeah. you know, because that's what can happen. Yeah. No change. But the worst thing we can do is to tell people that it's just going to be a phase You'll right. get over it because it doesn't feel that way to them. And we end up pushing them further away. Yeah. And it, that's the opposite so of what we want to do. Scary, so scary is. place to be. So, so. So yeah, but that's a good point. I'm I'm glad you brought that up. So, but that's so gender fluid. We talked about that. Non-binary mm-hmm. is another one. Um, mm-hmm. This is becoming more and more popular. So this is, um, I don't really fit into either category. I don't identify yeah. as masculine or feminine because I'm somewhere in the middle, or maybe I'm somewhere different, or whatever. Um, but like, they would, these people would approach it as this male and female thing is not necessarily a binary state. Like these are not my only two options. Yeah. Um, so I might be feminine on the outside mm-hmm. and kind of masculine on the inside, but not like, I wouldn't say I'm a, a male either. Like right. it's, it's different. Those aren't the categories that I work with. Yeah. Um, that's, that's how, that's how that non-binary kind of mindset mm-hmm. works. Um, and that is growing in popularity and it's oh, becoming yeah. much and more and more prevalent as we go. Yeah. I definitely have friends, um, who are there, uh, for sure. So. And, and we'll, um, well, we'll just jump to the next one because I think they they kind <laughs> yeah. of tie together here. Yep. Um, so there's there's something called gender nonconforming, um, which means I don't fit in with the the kind of prototypical stereotypical. Mm. Here's what it means to be a man. Here's what that looks like. Here's yeah. the kind of things I like or don't like, or what I like doing, or the colors that I like, or how I walk, or you know, all of those kind here of things. Here we go. Yeah. Um, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> this is a giant can of worms. It is. Um, <laughs> but um, gender nonconforming is basically saying I, I, hey, I might call myself a man, like a male, but not in the way that is you know, what is culturally acceptable. Yeah. Um, so I don't conform to your idea or the popular idea of what this gender is. Yes. So that raises two important terms in, to question, mm-hmm. doesn't it? It does. <laughs> what, um, what do you want just, to talk about first? Not <laughs> just about, uh, not just as, you know, not just for the kids world, but even just as Christians, man. Like even just as Christians, um, yeah. So I don't know. You you have your pick. Which yeah, yeah. yeah. What do you think? So I, I think the main thing to talk about here, and this the idea of gender nonconforming is mm-hmm. um, kind of an inroad to talk about a lot of this because 
um, to say I'm, if I said I'm gender nonconforming, that assumes that there are two popular notions of what these genders are. So here's, here's right. typically what a man is like and what a female is like, right? The question becomes, where did those ideas, those stereotypes come from? Are they <laughs> good? Um, I think there's been a lot of um, pushback against those those stereotypes, and there's a lot of kind of those these undertones throughout all of this this community of well, I might not be a man because this isn't what I act like or feel like or mm-hmm. think like. Um, but what they're really saying is I don't match up with society's idea of what a what a man is, right? Um, and that's a whole different thing. Oh yeah. Um, and so totally, there's something, and we'll we'll talk about this more of like as Christians, we have a part to play mm-hmm. in, in how this kind of came about because um, there's been this, especially over the last 30, 40-ish years, mm-hmm. this, this push toward like, here's what a man of God looks like and here's what a, a woman, woman of God, God looks, looks like. like. Yeah. And we've narrowed those, those, um, those terms. Right. And so what happens to all the people that don't really fit inside those, mm-hmm. those categories? Are you saying that it's like they've just, where do they go? Right. What like are they are they not demonstrating God's image? Exactly. You know, like, so it's okay. Well, you said the, a man should be like that. Well, I'm not like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna go make my own category because yeah. I'm not gonna fake it. I'm not gonna pretend. Right. And I think it's important to clarify that what we're saying is like when we make those claims, we're not basing those claims on law or even scripture. Right. You know, not making those claims based. We're making those claims on generalities, right? Like yes. the things we see in culture, yeah. what, you know, like, and so well, it's and, not a sin that's being addressed and, here. And we, we have to be careful because I think a lot of people that were part of that movement to kind of redefine those terms yeah. thought they were doing that, thought yes. they were doing it biblically based and, and so on and so forth. Um, but I would take issue with that and especially with how it was done. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think for the most part, we can look at that and go, well, that's cultural, um, you know, men having long hair. Is that okay? Right. <laughs> it wasn't for a while. No. Um, now it seems to be. So me, if I have long hair, it doesn't make me less of a man. I probably felt like that a while ago, you know, 20, 30 years ago, mm-hmm. um, or, you know, back in the 50s, 60s, maybe. Um, oh, you were alive probably, then? No, 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 I'm not that oh, okay. old. No, I'm come on now. Just staring at this gray <laughs> You're Stop just getting oh, no, I'm all self-conscious. <laughs> Sorry, it's okay. Uh, but but uh, you know, in the '50s and '60s, if I had long hair, I would have been made fun of as being effeminate, right? Okay. A lot yeah. of the time, I right. I wouldn't today. Right. That's changed, and so now it's I'm I'm not less of a man because I have long hair. Yeah. So where where's that line then? So what about wearing a dress? Yeah. What about wearing pink? Mm-hmm. And or, that's or just wearing pants. You know? <laughs> right. Right. Well, women weren't supposed to wear pants for the longest exactly. time, right? That's what I'm pointing And now about, it's yeah. not a problem, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I was raised in a church, yeah, where that was it. You know, yep. like that was not, you know, and I don't have as many gray hairs in my beard as you. <laughs> uh, but so, so yeah, here, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, yeah, definitely. Um, it, it's, uh, yeah, it's a whole thing. Yeah. Well, and, and so that, that's, you know, gender nonconforming is really based on the assumption that there's a societal mm-hmm. norm of what those genders are supposed to be like. Um, you know, men are supposed to be more rough and tumble and women should be more effeminate. Um, you know, guys don't like pink, right. you know, even though that's relatively new. Yeah. Um, culturally, a yeah. hundred years ago, pink was considered a 
boy color. Right. It was. It was. <laughs> right. Yeah. And that's changed. And so that's also like fluid, right? Those, those, those cultural norms are fluid. And so you can see how so much of this is a pushback against what those societal, those cultural norms are in terms yeah. of what a gender, a specific gender is supposed to act like, talk like, think like, what they, what Look they're like, into, what they're not yeah. to, all of that kind of stuff. And so I like, not that I'm condoning any of this, but mm-hmm. I can understand some people saying, well, if that's your, your version of a man, I'm not that. Yeah. Because I don't fit into that really narrow category. Right, right. Yeah. I, I understand that mindset and I understand the sentiment of, like, I don't want to f- pretend to be into stuff that I'm not. I want to be me. Oh, yeah. And if that makes me not a man, well, I guess I'm not a man. And, like, <laughs> it doesn't have to right. be that. <laughs> it doesn't right. have to be that way. Yep, yep, yep. So. And we, we, I mean, we see that in, we see variations of what men look like in scripture. Sure. Oh, All yeah. Oh, the yeah. time. You know, I mean, Samson was not allowed to cut his hair. Right. And he was masculine. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Right. Like take down whoever, right? Like, um, you know, we see that all throughout scripture. Jacob and Esau. Exactly. They're brothers. One of them wanted to be out and hunt and one of them wanted to be in with, you know, in the household, didn't like to go outside. And and, which one did Jesus, you know, which one did God choose? Right. You know, and and, I mean, it just, I mean, and, and that's not God's, Choice is not based off of that. That's right. the beauty of the whole thing. It's like, yeah, we but, just get. But they weren't seen that. as other oh, because yeah. they didn't fit into the exactly. norms necessarily. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so yeah. that's so that's kind of the idea of gender nonconforming. Is like we've we've maybe as a culture narrowed the definition of what a man is supposed to be like, what a woman is supposed to be like, mm-hmm. and so for someone that says they're gender nonconforming, which is basically saying like I'm a man, but not like that. Yeah, I'm gonna do do my own thing. I'm gonna do it differently, and I I'm, I'm gonna be into different stuff and be okay with that. And yeah. if that if you want to call me not a man, that's whatever. Yeah, um, there's Again, a lot of that. A lot. I mean, I I have a lot of friends. Yeah, yeah. So moving on, we got a couple more. So there's there's a term called intersex. Okay, intersex, and that is <laughs> where a person is either biologically or genetically have have uh, male and female either you know chromosomes or actual physical body parts right um you know there's a a term that we don't use anymore um that was kind of a derogatory way of saying someone you know is like that so intersex is the term used for someone who is physically or genetically so it's not just how i identify on the inside as as something other than what i am physically for them it's there's there's kind of a actual things exactly there's genetic Mm -hmm. and physical things that are 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 not binary <laughs> to, yeah. to use the term. Yeah. Um, that is much more rare, much more rare when we're talking about the LGBT community. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a very, very small Persons kind of subgroup of that really, population. Yeah. Um, but it does exist. Yes. And so we don't want to lump them in with the same, in the same category because they're there. That, that's a very unique situation. This isn't right. a choice. Right. This isn't even just an internal feeling. This is like, this is, is this is my body. It this is what is, it this is. is. Yeah, this is me. So, mm-hmm. um, so then there's that. So we talked about there's the word transitioning. We kind of we talked about this. Is yep. if, if I'm somewhere in the process of changing my outward, either appearance or body, to match my internal sense of of gender. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that could be there's there's really three main typical ways. levels. Yeah. Of that, the first one being I the outward appearance. So I. Um, downplay certain body parts or hide mm. certain body parts that I dress, uh, you know, you know, like that gender would. Yeah. Um, but I haven't 
changed my body in any way. That's the first level. The second level is chemical. So I, I'm taking hormones or hormone blockers or puberty right. blockers right. or those kind of things. Um, and then the third is surgery of some, and there's various types of surgery, but I am physically changing my body now to, um, to yeah. match my, my internal sense of self. Yep. So that in any, and that's any cool. one of those is trans, yeah. currently transitioning. It's all in the same mm-hmm. group. And again, right. like, remember that yeah there's there's so much diversity that is an appropriate word like there's a lot of yes of of variance there yes yeah 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 so just understanding that and again i want to emphasize that just because someone is at one level of this doesn't don't assume that they their intention is to also do these other things right maybe but maybe not yeah some some people that are trans are perfectly happy with dressing differently and that's mm-hmm. all they ever want to do. Yep. That's as far as they want to go. Yep. Um, that's, that's what it is. So we yeah. can't assume like, Oh, this is a, it's a slippery slope. This is the first step. And mm-hmm. you know, now it's, it's it going to become something else like that's, there's not, again, don't assume. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like we've said that a lot and we're going to keep on saying it. And that does it for this episode. We are going to pause right there. Um, there's more of this conversation. This was a long conversation between John and I, Um, And so we're going to save the rest of that for our next episode where we're going to dive more into scripture and what does scripture have to say in terms of of some of these things and and especially about this community. But at the same time, we have to understand the world around it. We have to understand the culture around it at the time and how to better apply that today to help us wisely navigate how to engage with this community. So again, we hope you enjoyed this episode and that you'll tune in next time.